man, this one guy, I think I might have talked about him in a really early episode, but I remember him just telling me about these tunnels under the mountain that submarines like go through to get to NORAD all the way from the coast. And I'm like, dude, that'd be like a 2,000 mile long underground tunnel. And then he was like, yeah, me and my brother used to swim in when we were kids. And I was like, okay, I definitely believe him now. So I would hand the outdoor man the joint. We would just, I would just listen to his stories about all the weird shit in Colorado Springs. I'm like, this is where the good information comes from. What's about? Oh no, that's not how we started podcasts. I packed it a little loose there in the in the bottom. That's okay. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode forty nine of the podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day today. Um, before we get into today's podcast, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com and sign up for our newsletter. This will keep you up to date on all drops and everything happening with Bear Mountain Studios. Also, too, the foundation hoodies are now available again on the website. Uh, really stoked to have these up there again. Stoked to have a fresh one. My last one, just I have two dogs and cats, and I have a two-year-old, so that I'm basically just like this punching bag for everybody. So my clothes get really beat up. So I'm grateful to have a fresh one. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be smoking a few unique pieces. Um, I got this Terp Hammer on the table. I don't think I've ever brought this out on the podcast. I used to make these back in 2017. So we're gonna smoke a Terp Hammer today. We have the Chaka RB on the table again because I just finished the drop down. My God, that drop down was so, such a pain in the butt. Sometimes you make them in one go, it goes super fast and super smooth. Other times you have to keep putting it back in the kiln and adjusting it and make sure it's perfect and this and that. So, you know, sometimes if you're a perfectionist, you can make things take 10 times longer than they should, but unfortunately that's just how it fucking goes. And we have a 10 millimeter serum mini double diffuse. And then of course my clear 14 millimeter double diffuse. And I'm always smoking in dab videos and stuff. Cause I absolutely love that piece. I just love the clear pieces. Just see all the function. Um, I don't know what I'm smoking right now, but I found a bag of weed. That's just been kind of hanging around and I have other weed, but I was like this shit, I gotta get, I gotta use this up. I can't have a dry bag of weed sitting around. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna smoke it this morning. It's actually really good. I'm not sure what it is though, but it tastes nice. And as far as the hash we're gonna be smoking today, we have the Flow OG, we have the Holy Bananas, and then we have the Sour Diesel Wedding Cake. I have a little bit of that. I'm still finishing up. But <coughs> that's the intro. We're here. Now let's relax and smoke some hash. There's some flour. I try to start the day right. My first smoke of the day. I'm super stoked that I get to do it here on the podcast. Typically, I get stoned prior to the podcast, but lately I've been working out uh, right before the podcast, so I get home and we have to get everything set up. So my first smoke is right here with you guys. Um, so I'm just sitting here and enjoying that joint for a minute before we really get into uh, what do you have, Toad? So I thank you guys again too. That fucking the last three episodes, you guys have been supporting heavy. I don't know what's up. They're just they're just going up now. The views, more people interacting. It's just making me feel so happy. So thank you so much, folks. Do you guys, when you were a kid, did you ever have like a moment where like you thought you might have a superpower? I did once. I was like, uh, I was sitting in my uncle's like SUV, and uh, this was in Syracuse, New York, back in the day, and I was probably only like seven years old, maybe eight. And uh, it was completely quiet in the car, and we were, like, sitting at a gas station. And I started singing a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. And then my my uh, uncle turned on the radio, and it was that song playing at the exact part I was singing. And in that moment, I was convinced I had a superpower. And my superpower was singing the song that was currently playing on local radio at the same exact moment in the song. Not a great superpower, but it was mine. I think that same day, too, I learned about mayonnaise. Uh, I don't know how we explain that more. So when I was like, uh, <laughs> when I was seven years old, or, or is this the same? It's probably the same. I think it's the same day or the same weekend. But basically my mom was like, she gave me a little bit of money and she was like, Hey, like, why don't you go over to McDonald's and 
get yourself something to eat. And this is my first time going to McDonald's by myself as a little kid. I was only walking across the street. She could see me. It was all like right there, but it was like a big deal for me. It was my first time going on my own. She gave me some money. I was going to pay the lady myself and order it myself. Well, my father always loved those uh, quarter pounders with cheese. So I wanted to be like my dad. So I went over to McDonald's and I ordered a quarter pounder with cheese and, uh, Got it, walked back to my mom's work because she like, I was always at her work because she, she's a workhorse like me and I was just hanging out with her while she worked all day. And I came back with my food and I opened up that cheeseburger and I bit into it. And um, there was something different about it though. I was like, where's the white sauce? I was like, There's no white sauce on it. Every time I eat my dad's cheeseburger with him, there's white sauce on it. I started crying. I was a very sensitive little boy. And I was like, this isn't right. This isn't what I ordered. So I, I did the, this was my first time ever going back into a place when I wasn't happy with my order and getting it fixed. So I go back to McDonald's and I look at the lady behind the counter and I say, there's no white sauce on this. And she goes, no white sauce. And I was like, yeah. So she takes my burger. She's like, I'll take care of that for you, honey. Sweet lady. She takes this gun and just blasts a bunch of white sauce on it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I got the white sauce. Back to my mom's shop, open up my burger to reeat it. Take a bite. This is out. It was tartar sauce. I cried even harder. I cried even harder. I was like, nothing makes sense anymore. What McDonald's does my dad go to that gets the white sauce? I didn't know what tartar sauce was yet either, so I was just confused. I was scared. I didn't know. I didn't know what he ordered. I was like, I thought I knew so much about my father, but I don't even know what he orders now. So now I go back to McDonald's again, crying even more. This is the third time now. And finally, the lady is like, what's wrong? And I'm like, the white sauce isn't right, this and that. And then she knows exactly what I'm talking about. She's like, honey, she's like, are you talking about mayonnaise? And I was like, mayonnaise? And then that's when I learned about mayonnaise. So that's that story. And then my burger was good. I'm not sure why I didn't know what mayonnaise was at age seven. Maybe we didn't keep it in the house. Maybe it went all into the pasta salad before I could put it on a sandwich. Who knows? Growing up's fucking weird, though. Right, where I grew up, I grew up out in the middle of nowhere, like, but we made the best of things. Like, we had a lot of property, so I, I, my dad built me a, like a big half pipe because I was super into skateboarding. We used to entertain people, have them come out and skate. I remember one time my friend Steve, like we were skating on the, the half pipe, having a great time. And he just fucking, he goes up to do a rock to fakie and his truck hangs up on the coping. And I'm sure you guys know what that means. And the board stayed up there, body went down to the flat bottom of the, the ramp. And when he hit, uh, this is the first time I ever saw bone come out of someone's arm. I was, I saw it come out and it was, and I thought to myself, I was like, wow, bones are super white. They're so much whiter than, and a skeleton you see anywhere else. Skeletons you see other places are kind of yellow tinted bones right out the skin. White as fuck. Kind of creepy, but he was just not even in shock. Those arm looked like a damn Z. It was like, it was crazy. It's quite, it's crazy how, like, if you go into shock, what the body can like do to kind of like you know, protect yourself from feeling so much of the pain or whatever. But that shit was fucking gross. His mom didn't let him go over and skate with me anymore after that. But it was still really fun. Glad his parents didn't sue. Mm. Let's take some jobs. And then we'll, uh, that way we can talk about a little more glass before I keep going off. Because last episode I talked for 35, 40 minutes before we even, I think, showed any glass or anything. All right, so right here we have a Terp Hammer from 2016. This one's 2016. And this was actually at my first ever like show I did, like gallery show or whatever. And it was at Purple Haze in Denver, Colorado. And this is a collab right here with Ryan Kuhn. Ryan Kuhn does beautiful like dot and pattern work. It's going to be near impossible to really see on the camera, but I'll hold it there for a second. Maybe Isaac can catch it. We'll see. Um, but... Ryan Kuhn does this beautiful dot work and flower work and stuff like that. And he does, obviously he does more than just flowers. He does a ton of cool patterns with dots. Um, but this is a collab with him. And um, this piece right here, I called them Terp Hammers back in the day. And the idea was, is I wanted to have like, I loved like hammer bubblers, like little hammer bubblers that you just smoke bowls of flour out of. 
But at the time in 2016, I did not smoke any flour. I only smoked hash. So I was like, I want to like have just like my fucking, you know, my hash pipe sitting on the couch and just shred it, you know, and just chill with it. It's not like a piece where you sat down and do a function video. This is something you're just chilling and hanging on to. It's a, it's like a hand pipe. These long neck nails look wild. And I've never put a long neck nail in one of, in, in these, uh, in one of these turp hammers. But, um, yeah, that was the idea behind it, is just to have like this little hand pipe that you could like take dabs through. You know, lots of people have done stuff like this over the years, and this was just one of the ones I used to do back in 2016. And I think I put out like four or five of them. They're super, super um, limited. But it's a design I would love to come back to and offer in a more affordable clear package for people to just throw a nail in and take dabs because it's all water and everything. And this actually isn't like a drain or anything. This is almost like a splash guard uptake. This little tube you see right here that goes right here. So when I pull on it, a little bit of water gets in there and then it pops right here and then drains right back down. So it's just like a a unique little splash guard has like an opal set right here that kind of bridges to the joint it's just like a compact little piece and even without the nail in it like they stand on their own um even without water in it they stand on their own so they're they're a pretty sweet little piece i definitely like i have a case in my house just full of different prototypes and pieces of things i would love to bring back or re-release or put out for the first time ever because i have stuff i've never put out that i've made or at least put out in a way where people could buy it. It's just I've given people a taste to show them a function, show them a function video or something. Um, but yeah, these turp hammers are really cool, and I'm actually super excited to take a dab through this. I haven't taken a dab through this thing in probably two years. Um, it's just been sitting in the glass case because we have like a display case in our house, and I just walk by it every day and look at all the things I've done over the years, all the different designs and variations. I have the first ever honey jar recycler in there. I have the first RBR, lots of the firsts. So. Um, it's always a special way to reminisce and remind yourself of where you've come from and what you've done. Because if you're a driven, hardworking person, it can be difficult sometimes to really remember what you've done. And then if you're not appreciating what you've done, it's hard to even appreciate where you're going. So let's get a fucking dab on this. I got to clean this nail up a little bit. I left it a little dirty last time I took a dab on it. <clears throat> I'm not really excited to take a dab on this, though, because there's such little fucking terp cannons. Oh, and these long neck nails are nice on it because it's like raised up. I can like heat it up easier. Back in the day, I had, um, what did I have on here? I think it was like a puke and beagle or something maybe. A little bit shorter neck. Sometimes the heat, you'd have to like shoot the flame in between the cab on the front and the nail. But this brings the nail way out. So this is actually really nice for this little piece. Thanks again, folks, for kicking it with me today. I always love doing these. These are the highlight of my week. Even if I'm having an off bad week and... Like this morning, we got some shit news this morning and lost some money with some things. And But I was like, fuck, I got the podcast right now, though. Like I get to go kick it and try to relax and just get my mind off all that silliness for a little bit. But as soon as these cameras turn off, then we jump right back into the pits and start fucking fighting and grinding and doing everything we got to do. <clears throat> listening to a really interesting podcast last night it was like an older one i don't even know who the guest was it was like an old rogan or something but it was like some like investor guru guy but um he was talking about like when people like try to figure out like the meaning of life and stuff like that or, like what's the meaning of life and he explained it in like a really interesting way where there's not one meaning to life if there was one meaning to life, then we'd all be trapped and slaves to that one meaning that we are trying to achieve. There's infinite meaning to life. And that's what makes us free people. We wouldn't be like free spirits or free consciousness if, if life only had one meaning. Because we'd wake up every day knowing that this is the one thing we have to do in life because it's the only meaning. So the meaning to life is what it's whatever you want it to be. It's whatever you want it to be. And I know that's a shit answer too, because that doesn't answer anything, but the facts are is there is no answers. It's just waiting for the nail to cool down, you know? Just trying to kill like minute 30 with some deep existential shit while this fucking nail cools down. <sighs> Man, I'm really excited to take a dab on this though. But yeah, I fucking love podcasts, guys. Listen to them too. I'm like a podcast listener myself. So like I get so much insight and learn so much from just listening to different people have conversations. And I'm not listening to people read off a piece of paper and recite things. I'm listening to people just think and talk. And that shit has been so beneficial to my mental health. Because um, <clears throat> it makes me realize that there's just like 
there's a lot of other people out there that feel feel very similarly to how I do and with how I work and just knowing that there's other people that go through similar things almost gives me a peace of mind that um, I'll be able to get through all those things too. Let's see here. Will this hold a turbo meter? It's fucked, dude. That's pretty cool. I mean, they didn't even have turbo meters out when I made this fucker. So we're ready. That's pretty fucking impressive. There's some, honestly, with like micro RBRs and stacking caps, there's been some things that I've done with glass that like don't even matter, but they impress me. Like, I'm like, wow, look at the stability or look at it's like structural shit. Like when something's structurally sound, I don't know. All right, let's take this just a hair lower. I'm going to take this at like 450 <clears throat> because I don't want a spicy boy through this fucking little ass rig. <laughs> oh my God, my hands don't work right now. Holy bananas <coughs> through that. <coughs> wow. You can really fucking, you can really taste the turps. That's nice. It's like just smoking, just like an old school little fucking hammer bub, but you got a nail on there. And again, I know there's a million people that do these nowadays. This is just something I used to do back in 2016. How many years ago is that now? Five? Holy fuck. That's crazy. That's crazy. 2016 was a crazy year. 2016 was the year that I peaked, I feel like. And then I started like kind of going downhill. And then I brought myself back out of the shit. But in 2016, that was like, we've talked about it on here maybe once, one episode. I'm not sure. But 2016 was was the toughest year for Bear Mountain. 2016, well, the end of 2016 and then 2017. Middle of 2016, the summer was bumping. I had my first show. I had collabs. Like when I was at my show walking around it, all the heads I saw were there. I saw, you know, Joe Peters. I saw Matt Robertson. Well, I didn't just see, I met him. Like Alex Tuba, BMFT. Um, just like all these big artists were at my show chilling, drinking beers and hanging out. And I was like, what is happening? I fucking am some upstate New York farm construction kid that dropped out of high school i made some pipes had an idea and i've somehow been teleported here to colorado now weeds legal somehow weeds legal now and i'm now hanging out with the people i look up to as glass gods and they're at my show and i'm smoking weed i was peaking that was 2016 i was like wow can it get any better i have i have opportunities to work with these folks now i'm gonna go to matt robertson's and collab like there's all these things happening and then all of a sudden it just stopped just stopped it was like i hit that and it was like hey you beat you, you you did glass blowing bud good job you did the whole game and now it's over do you want to start a new game or do you want to like keep just standing here like what do you want to do that's how i felt and god it was so fucking scary it was so scary just when no one was dming me for work when the shops weren't reordering it was so scary it was just one of those times where I had to like step back and just be like, what did I make the right decision? What the fuck did I do? Like I, I could still be landscaping. Instead I sold all my landscape equipment, bought a torch and I've been getting high for the last like three, four, three years, just making pipes like, and no one's supporting me now. We had a mortgage, like we had just bought a house and everything. We were forced to buy a house though. Like when we were living, when we were living up in the Denver area, our rent was $2,700 a month for the house that we needed. That was, had a big enough garage to have a studio on and all these things. And I know I could have rented house and then rented studio space at somewhere else. But you gotta understand something about me is like, I'm not the type of person you could have in a studio with a bunch of other people, unless it's like my studio, because I work like an, I'm like a fucking tornado coming through the studio the way I work and get things done. It's just like, I literally have my boy Keymaster falling behind me with a dustpan because I am just a mess. Um, so out of respect for people in another studio, I couldn't work in a big studio. I'm not capable. I wouldn't be a good uh, person to have in there. I just work too much. I'm too intense and I just go way too hard. And I film a podcast in the studio every Wednesday and that might fuck with everybody else's schedule if they're trying to blow glass. So it's what it is. Got my own spot. 
<clears throat> but 2016, 2017, huge learning experience for me as an artist. I realized it wasn't about just doing the collab with the big artists so that people see that you're there and you get the recognition. It wasn't about like working with the right shops and that it was all up to me. It like, I was relying so much on all the, the different infrastructures in this industry to help me be successful being like, Oh, if I work with this person and get this collab, and then if I get this many followers on Instagram, and if I get a drop with this store and this store posts my glass up, all this validation that I believed would give me success. Nope. Nope. A lot of people saw me. Oh, there's that guy. Doesn't mean they're buying from me. Doesn't mean they're supporting me. Doesn't even mean they like me. I was there. Great. But at the end of the day, you need to pay your bills, you need to take care of your family, and you need to, you know, have some sort of safety and structure to your life. And the path I was on, that just wasn't going to happen. So I slowed down. I, well, I didn't slow down. I worked even hard, but I slowed down the, a lot of what drove me in the beginning was being like, oh, like I got to get good enough and get this person's attention so I can hang out with this person, this and that. Like it was like trying to impress specific people and be cool. And then once I realized none of that got, did it for me, that's when I was like, all right, <clears throat> I'm just going to focus on me. I'm going to revamp all my older designs. I'm going to come out with new shit. I'm just going to work like an animal because that's all I knew how to do. Cause when I sat down at the end of the day and I was looking, I was like, well, how can I be more successful? How can I make more money? I don't know how to do. I'm not like a book smart person. I'm not educated on buying, trading and selling stocks. I'm not, these are not what, so to me, I was like, well, I was really good at picking up heavy bricks and putting them down. Well, I was really good at working for 16 hours a day and being an, an animal about it when I was a construction worker and a chef working two jobs. Like, what if I do that with glass blowing? What if I come at this in a different way? And when I did that and I stopped trying to just impress specific people, or I, I just focused more on just completing things and moving on to the next project and just getting shit done. It really made the world a difference. However, luck is always involved. You can grind all you want. You can do all the right moves and then life can happen to you. You know, you can get in an accident and now you can't blow glass anymore. It's just, there's no formula to success. There's no, like telling someone to grind all the time does not give them any sort of like guarantee that they're going to make it. It's, you have to do all those things with zero expectation. You need to just, just do it and say, Hey, if the Clark, the cards lay out right, I'm going to get something beneficial from this you know, amount of effort I'm putting in. However, in the process of putting this effort in, a fucking comet could hit and wipe out the planet. So either way, it's still some luck involved. I'm lucky and I'm grateful that all you folks notice me and support me and uh, are just part of it. But there's a lot of guys and girls out there that work their asses off that are just getting worn down or discouraged by industry or maybe not meeting a certain expectation they had. <clears throat> And that's the key right there. It's an expectation they had or it's something they expected or they thought was going to happen a certain way. But it's not their fault. A lot of millennials and people were brought up to believe that if you go to school, you go to college, you do this and that, you get the white picket fence, you get a wife or a husband, you get married and you have everything you want. Unfortunately, that lie has been extremely detrimental to the people in our uh, generation because when you're brought up that way and you believe that and you feed into the system, you put your money into it, you go to school, you do all these things, and then it doesn't work out that way. Well, then now you're 22, 23, you feel like you've been lied to, you don't have any money, you're 100 grand in debt from school, and the world says, fuck you. It's crazy. How'd we get here? It was that dab. Let's take another one. Try to get out of this hole. <laughs> This podcast is weird. It really, a podcast is essentially a digital journal of someone's day-to-day -day life. And whether that person's had a good day or a bad day can really reflect on the overall vibe of the podcast. To me, I'm having a great day. I get to fucking smoke weed and make a podcast. I feel lucky. Uh, but that doesn't mean that there's not things that kind of I'll get lost in tangents about stuff that may be a little bit deep or dark or whatever, you know, but... That's why you got to be yourself on a podcast because you want people gravitating towards you that have similar trains of thought so that it makes sense to them. 
you're fake on this shit, then you attract fake people that like something else, and I don't know, it's no good. Can't hold that shit up. <clears throat> I used to be like so self-conscious about like how I'd say things, or I wouldn't even talk because I was scared I would say something wrong. I wouldn't even type a comment because I'm scared I'd spell something wrong and be ridiculed for it. Nowadays, I'm like, I'll just be bad at everything except for the one thing I work really hard at. And my point behind all that is, is the reason I have that luxury is because I have something I work really hard at that I am proud of that I build confidence in myself in. So I can go be bad at other stuff. I can be clumsy. I can spell things wrong. That's fine. I'm not a, I'm not a fucking a writer. I'm not someone that's out there trying to be a professional athlete. I'm just, this is my lane. So everything else can be messy and just not good at it. You don't have to be perfect and good at everything. That's a fucking, that's torture. Trying to be good at everything is torture. And trying to convince people that you're good at everything is torture. But it's a natural thing for humans to want to be accepted by their tribe. So we just naturally, we want to impress our peers. We want people to notice us and we want them to like us for what we're doing and good at. That appreciation is built into our DNA. That was the shit that got us excited in the morning when people would be like, oh, fucking, this guy in our tribe is so good at making nets. Like, let's go praise him for his net making. That gives us the ability to catch this animal or whatever, you know? That praise and appreciation for a skill, you know? I feel like it's what all humans kind of need to, it's part of that like healthy mental psyche. Still just heating up a nail, folks. This is what we do in between these nails. We just we just say shit, and um, we hope we end at a point where we're ready to take a dab. But it doesn't doesn't always work out that way. All right, I gotta put some butane in that torch. It's weak. Crazy. All right, let's take a dab of some of this sour diesel wedding cake. However, every time I take a dab of this. I'll like start pulling on it. And as soon as like the smoke hits my mouth, I go, because like if you guys ever taken a dab of like some really terpy shit and it's not even the smoke or a hot dab hitting you, it's literally the terps hitting the back of your throat or, or your senses. And you're like, it like, I don't know. It's like an internal slap. It's like a slap inside your body, inside your, inside your face. It's like someone slapping the in, like inside your face. You know what I mean? You probably don't know what I mean, but if you've done happened, if this has happened to you before, you'll get it. You're like, bro, I had that internal terp slap before, which just gets in your sinuses and starts slapping the shit out of everything in there. And you haven't even gotten your dabbing yet. You start choking up before it's even gone in. I always end up grabbing my 14 millimeter double diffused. People, I'm like the person that makes and sells these and I do like variety, but I guess if someone were to really ask like which one, I'd say I smoke the double diffused the most. That doesn't mean it's my favorite. But this is the one I always grab just because it's the perfect height for me. I don't know, like with my lung capacity and how I pull in a piece. And I feel like that's one thing about glass that maybe people right now, because we're uh, we're going to miss this dab if I keep going on this fucking point. One minute, folks. I'll try to remember what the fuck I'm talking about after this. We'll see. Okay, well, <coughs> um, I would say that it wasn't warm, but it was on the warmer side. Turp was still great. Cloud was thick. Uh, I'm the turp initially did not give me the internal face slap, but that could have been because it was my second dab. The first dab of the day is usually the one that really gets you. <coughs> but that was such a thick, smooth, and robust cloud of smoke. That was my favorite dab of the day so far. You ever take a big dab and then you exhale and the smoke felt like it was like not thick enough or dense enough? It felt like a, like a half a dab even though you used full lung capacity and fully exhaled everything. And then you just feel like you got gypped a little bit. You're like, but you tell yourself out loud, you'll be like, oh, bro, it was low temp, but it was so terpy. It was so terpy. But actually in your head, you're like, motherfucker. Like I needed that dab. 
I was trying to get high. I wasn't trying to fucking get turped out right now. It's going to happen. I'm going to get turped out regardless. Or maybe that's just my experience. I'm not sure. Wow, though. That, that dab was really something. I'm so sore from trying to not be fat. God, it's so much easier to just be out of shape. I get it. That's why I've been out of shape my whole life. But we're trying now. I'm trying to turn that around. It feels good, though. It feels good to be on a fucking schedule and be doing something that's hard, like working out with um, a trainer a few days a week. And she was really cool, too. When my hand was burnt, she changed all my workouts for my hand because I kept working out. And a few years ago, I would have posted that, though. A few years ago, I would have been, I would have posted me working at 3 in the morning. Then I would have posted me at 8 in the morning at the fucking trainer with my burnt hand. I would have, like... I would have been very clear about everything I'm doing. And that was part of like how my progression went. I think climbed like pretty quick and went good is because people were watching it all. But nowadays I feel so weird about it. I almost feel like if I do things like that, it's almost like, like showing off or something like, but that's not my intent, but I feel like coming cause it's on the internet. That's how it's perceived. Because people only usually post the positive parts about their life or things they're proud of. They're not out there posting when, like, they, like, didn't pay their bills and their car's getting repoed. They're not like, damn, dude. Well, some people do, but those people, like, are looking for a certain type of sympathy. I don't know. There's always, like, a weird intent when it's on the Internet, right? If we're, like, making the action of taking a phone out and posting it. But my point is, is that what the fuck was my point, though? Jesus Christ. I just looked at this pipe and I was like, I didn't clear that. And then lost it. That's okay, though. That's this podcast. I'll watch this back later, like this weekend. And I'll just be like, why? Fuck, dude. I forgot what I was talking about. What did I do? Um, intent and some other bullshit. I'm sure I was talking about something. All right. I think it was time for another dab, though, right? Is that what that means? One more? Or like four more? I need a 10 mil now. Oh, there's one right there, but it's not an Evan Shore. So I don't know if I should smoke it on video. Just kidding. I don't smoke it on video. I don't care. You can use a regular nail on the 10 mils. It's the 14 mils that are really wet. Look how cool that fucking thing looks with the 14 mil nail on Aja with that fucking drop down. It's pretty cool. I mean, you don't need to catch it on camera right now. It's more just saying to you, bro. On a personal level, like just talking to you, just interrupting you while you're trying to get something done on your phone. <laughs> the one time I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm going to interrupt him right now. This makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Appreciate you. <laughs> okay well that this serum it's like a half shift in here we have some different types of bulbs in these lights so it looks like we have some cfl reactive bulbs and then some like regular ones so we're getting the half shift of pink and yellow depending on what angle you're looking at from your guys angle it might be mostly yellow because of the way the light's hitting it or it might be mostly pink for me because i'm looking down at it and the light's coming from both sides of me it has both colors going on it's gold pink almost looks pink fumy champagne i love serum it's a beautiful color i remember when it first came out how hyped it was it was so hard to get it was like impossible to get and it was so so hyped up it was more hyped up i feel like god i remember when illuminati came out i remember when fucking slime like came out shit was so hyped every color's been like that but man Serum was a big one though. It was a super hyped up color. Uh, it was just, and it was so hard to get because when it first came out, like, um, you know, I didn't have as much access to color and I didn't know as many people. Like I didn't know the color companies. I haven't, hadn't met them at that point. Um, so when these colors first came out, I did not have first picks at anything. Like I was so low on the totem pole that I just didn't get them. And if I did get them, it was all second quality serum. Um, so I'm just, that's one thing I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all the years of hard work and networking and meeting people and stuff. And now having the ability to talk to the owners of these color companies and be like, we need this, this, and this. Like we've colored, the color companies will call us three weeks before they do a drop. And be like, how many pounds of whatever do you need? And we'll pull all of it before we drop the color. It helps so much so we have just because like i have a third guy starting this week on prepping color he comes here tomorrow and 
I'm like, there's only one person making finished products in here. It's me and three guys prepping color and opals and all that stuff. Like it's getting kind of crazy. My point is we go through a lot of color, a lot of everything. We, we use a crazy amount of material and I'm grateful for the access we have to material because it was not this easy, you know, three, four years ago. Not that it's like easy now, like some colors only come around once a year and it's still a pain in the butt and you can only still can only get like four or five pounds. Which when you put a pound into color into every RBR you make, pound, five pounds of color is nothing. It disappears <clears throat> like in a week. Oh, we have, we have lots of colors we use though. This is, this is the stretching part of the podcast, everybody. If you're just listening to the audio, I hope you can hear my voice, the types of stretches I'm doing. Oh man, fucking shout out to Terp Swabs again. This guy's hooking us up. I got a, I got Terp Swabs for the next fucking year or longer. I might be able to build a small house out of Terp Swabs if we lose our home at some point. We'll just build a new one out of Terp Swabs. <coughs> and they work great. Wow, I'm just like, I'm not really sure what's happening inside my body. It might be because I'm, I'm a dad or something. Like weird things are happening, like noises dad noises i don't know if you guys have ever heard any of those but it's fucking happening i have like weird half hiccups and non-burp things that are happening i'm not really sure i'm just letting you know what i'm experiencing currently while we heat up this next now okay that's what's happening we do have a sunday sale this weekend got some really unique colors we've been working on all new ones again i don't know how we do it but we're always having new mixes new blends new fades just And we're cataloging all of them, so we'll have the biggest book of colors someday. If things are really set up right, the dream would be to have a big location for Bear Mountain Studios with a retail spot where customers can come. We have a book of colors that we make, mix, color combinations that are special to Bear Mountain. Like, could have like thousands of color mixes. People can look through of shades and stuff pick out custom pieces, design pieces for events, whatever. Um, I just feel like there's going to be a lot of interesting changes in the next 10 to 15 years. And I think that it's going to be very similar to what happened after the prohibition of alcohol ended. Um, I'd rather have hopes for a good future than talk about all the negative, honestly. Just like I fucking DM people. I don't even know. Like other glass blowers will post up that they like sold all these pieces or they sold out a drop. I'll DM them and be like, good job, dude. This I'm stoked to see that like this sold out. Like I'll just send them like a DM, like being excited for them. Like, you know, when you're at the skate park and like some dude lands a trick, you've been seeing him try or work on and he lands it and you're like, you don't even know him, but you like bang your board on the ground. You're like, fuck yeah, dude. Like that camaraderie. I was always that guy that cheered everybody on. I wanted to see everybody doing good. And I DM people, and I think I creep people out. I think I scare the shit out of them. I'll DM people I don't even know and be like, dude, good job. Congratulations. That's awesome. Leave me on scene, which is fine, because I do it to people too. Um, which I'm only assuming that they're like, oh, they either, they're just like, oh, I shouldn't assume. See, I talk about this in a podcast. I should never assume. I'm not going to fucking do it. I'm a hypocrite. We're at almost 50 episodes. Glasses just went down because this is really where we're at. They should be down. (sighs) At about 50 episodes, this is when I heard when people start becoming hypocrites. Because you've talked for 50 hours and you've said a lot. And when you say a lot, you start contradicting yourself and becoming a hypocrite. So I was just going to assume some things about, you know, people that don't want to even say thank you. But then I'd be a hypocrite. Wow. Learning every day. Okay. Also a hypocrite too, because I said I'd never post my car on Instagram. And yesterday I posted the diaper delivery vehicle, not in a way on my feed, but it was on my story. And then I realized later that night when my wife was like, hey, guess what? Didn't you say you'd never post your car on Instagram? She's like, I don't care, but you did say that. And I'm like, well, guess what? I'm a hypocrite. It's happening. I'm human. And I'm going to say things and I'm going to do the opposite but I'll recognize it and I'll own up to it. And then I'll be like, what is what it is? What are you going to do? As such is life. Let's keep on moving. <sighs> as long as the intent is in a good place. So that's really all that matters to me. People's intent. 
like we said last episode, you can like, I don't even know if we said this. I, saw, I just talk sometimes, not even on camera. I'm just talking to a wall. So I don't even know where I've said shit. Um, but you can walk up to a friend and be like, what's a asshole? And it's like friendly, you know, or you could look at someone like, what's a asshole? And it's like not friendly. Intent is so important these days. And there's no intent in text messaging or posting on Instagram or the internet. So you leave everyone room for assumptions. And if you come off as a dick just a little bit, everybody that's having a not great day, they're gonna be like, that dude's intent is to show off and make me feel like shit, fuck him. And that's just something that happens on Instagram. I think that's where haters come from. It's just good people that are probably having a bad day and they don't understand your intent. I don't know if any of these things I'm talking about can relate to any of you folks out there that do things. I'm talking about things as someone that runs a business on Instagram and weird shit like that. Um, but I hope you can find some insight in what I'm saying. I need to grab some butane real quick. Let's see here. I think I have some next to me, maybe. Oh, we got some. Thanks, bro. You ever burp inside your body? Cause I just did that against the mic and maybe we'll hear it in the episode. And I didn't mean to, I, I leaned over to grab butane from Aja. And as I moved my body, it burped on the inside. Nothing came out of my mouth. Maybe that was just, I don't know. Maybe I'm dying. I don't know, but it, it feels like a burp. It rumbles, but nothing really comes out. It's like you move the wrong way. I probably just got to move more is really what it is. I'm probably just not moving enough. I'm really slouched over right now and it's cause I've been working really late and I just, I've been training every morning at like 8 AM and, uh, feeling it, feeling it. So let's get into this 10 millimeter mini double diffused here. Uh, the perk in this bad boy is a 12 hole gridded shower head in the bottom. It's about a 16 mil head on the shower head. And then it has a eight hole or an eight slit disc above it, which we've talked about before, but that disc is really there just to help reduce the amount of energy required by the user to make it stack. However, the mini double diffuser are so small, they would still stack without that there, but it does give you that hit that makes the double diffuse special. Like there is a little purr that that disc will even add, even though it doesn't need it um, so much because it is a really small piece but it still adds to the feel of the hit and the overall experience of the user because we all have a preference. It's fucking cold in Colorado today, guys. It's like 14 degrees out. Last week it was like 60s and sunny, and now it's like cold and it's like this weird fog. Whenever we get really bad fog in Colorado Springs, I can't help but drive around and be like, what are they hiding in the skies right now? What is the Air Force hiding in the skies right now? What is NORAD taking out of the top of the mountain? The mountain is open right now and there's ships flying out of it and we can't see it because we're fucking covered with fog. Maybe I don't think that, or maybe I do. I don't know. I don't think it's real, but it might be. We don't know. Colorado Springs is a weird, weird place. Look it up. I don't know why I moved here, but I do feel like I'm here for a reason. It's a weird place. It's very interesting. Tesla came here for a reason. The military's built everything here for a reason. Our nuclear and our space defense, our largest underground bases, it's a fun place. If you want to hear great stories about Colorado Springs, find a homeless, not homeless, find a or, uh, an outdoor person. And like, I, like, you can, like you can find them. You can find them at a skate park. That's where I find. That's where I tend to find them. Cause you know what? If you got a little bit of weed and you seem like a chill person, an outdoor person might come up and be like, "Hey, can I smoke some weed with you?" And you're like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Well, this is pre. This is pre pandy. Unfortunately, I would just smoke weed with home outdoor people. And man, this one guy. I think I might have talked about him here in a really early episode, but I remember him just telling me about these tunnels under the mountain that submarines like go through to get to norad all the way from the coast and i'm like dude that'd be like a 2000 mile long underground tunnel and then he was like yeah me and my brother used to swim in when we were kids and i was like okay i definitely believe him now so i would hand the outdoor man 
the joint, we would just I would just listen to his stories about all the weird shit in Colorado Springs. I'm like, this is where the good information comes from. And that's where my information's coming from. That and Google. So you know it's got to be real. Yep. If we have an info tab or like a fax tab on this, like where we like source, like our source info, it would be like outdoor person in Memorial Park. And then it would be like YouTube. And that would be the, the sources of all the information on today's podcast. Do you think outdoor, I miss my dad for sure. Do you think outdoor person is like a more friendly way of saying that? Cause like, I can't assume someone's homeless. Someone might choose to be. Some people like living like on, they're just like uh, vagabonds or whatever. I think it's great. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't want to belittle someone's lifestyle if they're just like on the go or a nomad. Cause I feel like if you say homeless, there's like this negative derogatory like thing connected to it. And that's not my intent. Intent is very important. See all, it's all connected folks. It's all, we're rounding it out. Intent is very important. Outdoor people. heat it up a little bit because this nail is so fucking thick like holds heat like crazy yeah it's already at fucking two million degrees it's insane how fast it heats up now we're at 780 it'll cool down pretty quick too though because i didn't heat the whole nail let's get into some flow stuff is so floral and crazy crazy terp my wife thinks it tastes like uh just like I think it tastes like 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 Febreze or like cleaning products. It's like so like intense, like aromatic. I wish you guys could smell this stuff. Hopefully someday that there's like some sort of thing where God, no, that shouldn't they shouldn't make that. Just go get some good hash. You shouldn't I people shouldn't be able to share smells over the internet. That's gonna get real messy real quick. Because the one guy that's like, this is going to be great for like perfumes and like maybe like selling cannabis strains or wines. And then there's going to be a majority of it's going to be people selling the smell of their ass or something. It's just not going to be good. Oh, that's a little spicy. Okay. Well, when... When, when flow is really spicy, kind <coughs> of tastes like golden goat. And I'll tell you what, it tastes exactly like flow from 2014. Stabs were definitely a little hotter in 2014. We didn't do red hot in 2014, but they were definitely still warm. Those emails were set at like 700, 650, you know? Ooh. Spicy boys <coughs> all day. Ugh. It's probably why I don't remember those years. My first three years in Colorado are truly, I couldn't give you a memory of a lot of the stuff I talk about in here, stuff that happened before I moved here. Because once the Terps really started hitting me, I don't know what happened. Ugh. Luckily, once the baby got, not even before the baby got here, but started smoking a lot less and now. I have a lot more memories and it's better. But when I first moved here, the amount of hash was absurd. I remember after our first year here, <coughs> we were trying to figure out if we could buy a house or whatever. So we're looking at like finances and taxes and shit. And I'm like, where's all, we don't have any money. And my wife's like, yeah. She's like, then she came to me with like this bill. She's like basically she like found where all our money went first year in Colorado I think we smoked 17k worth of hash yeah bro it was like over a thousand dollars a month in hash which now I think about that and I think we might still be smoking <laughs> that much hash I'm terrified what is this is a problem you know this shit needs to be less expensive I don't need to smoke less I'm just kidding <laughs> It does not need to be less expensive. Honestly, the hash makers should be getting paid more. It's not easy to get good genetics, grow them properly, cure them properly, extract them properly, cure that properly, and maintain that consistently is the hardest part. 
You can do it a few times. Wicked good. There's a few guys that you always be like, man, remember that one time he had that one girl that was super fire? Yeah, the consistency is probably the hardest part. Um, wow. What a dab. Let's talk about one last piece before we end the podcast because we're nearing the end here, folks. Oh, appreciate all you guys that hung with me today. So we talked about this piece um, a couple episodes ago, but I wanted to just show off the drop down on here real quick because it's really tight, which I'm stoked on. This one took me like so because I was like really adamant about getting it as like tight to the piece as possible. And um, that's been achieved. I think I'll take a dab on it because I got to clean it. It needs to be shipped today. The customer has been super patient. God, I am very lucky to have people so patient with me. I am so frustrated with myself so much of the time. It's, it's absurd with certain orders. I mean, it's not, the intent is good, but the issue is, is I'm so self-conscious that I keep remaking stuff or trying to do it better and I'm like, yeah. And things take longer. At the end of the day, I know my intent was good, so I try not to get too worked up. But the facts are, is I still always try to think of the perspective of the consumer where it's not their problem or their fault. They should not have to even think about my intent or worry about anything. They're trying to buy a product. They spent their money for a service. It's a simple, clean business deal. They shouldn't have to worry about what I'm doing at night or my family or anything. It should just be clean cut and dry but sometimes it's not like that especially when you're doing a more art based and like handmade kind of product but we still strive to have that ability to be that professional and we try to be better every single day oh my god the terps really got me on that 10 mil holy fuck okay still recovering i'm just you know, have you ever been just like, I don't know where I am. Like, I, like that's kind of how I feel right now. My trainer told me I need to eat, like, you know, within 30 to 40 minutes after I work out, which I never do. So there's a point in the podcast now, because I work out right before it, where I start getting a little delirious. And we're there. So let's heat this mat up then. Clean her up. <clears throat> and check out this drop down with this chaka piece. Clean this nail a little bit though. Left her a little dirty. I haven't even, I, I like put this drop down right before we started filming. So I'm like over here trying to be really careful because it's like, you don't, you don't own this piece, Evan. And like, yeah, I couldn't fix and remake stuff, but I've already had this for too long. It needs to go home but still needs to be shared. I want to post a dad video with it too after this podcast, which I'm not going to be ready for. Because <sighs> we did the dabs. We did. We already did all the dabs. Dabs have been done. But we have one more to do. Didn't drink any of my liquid IV today. Maybe if they start sending those checks, I'll drink the whole glass during an episode. We'll see. We'll figure it out. All right, sour diesel wedding cake. That actually would be my liquid IV flavor. If they like contact me, like, do you want to do it? Because they do collabs with people and they come out with limited edition flavors for like a month. Like, yeah, let me get that. That sour diesel wedding cake. Um, and that would be disgusting in liquid form. Could you imagine? Ew. It would be fucking gross. It'd be like plant, burnt. Honey. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. But it doesn't need to be good. I think enough people would buy it just for novelty. <clears throat> liquid IV. Everyone needs to get on with the weed thing. I think in the next 10 years, it's going to be as normal as Budweiser. And there's going to be room for the um, the small like connoisseur grows that are just for the super heady people. And there's going to be room for more commercial stuff for like, you know, like regular people that are just like, you know, maybe they only smoke once a month sometimes at a barbecue. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't need to, they don't need to fill their brain with all the connoisseur shit. It's just not important to them. You know, so there's there's room for everybody. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm fucking shaking shit. Sorry, folks, I'm just 
try not to burn this Q-tip in the bottom of this Chaz banger. All right. Well, while we while we finish getting this ready, because this thing is like gonna take a minute to burn off, and man, whenever I go like to the grocery store with, uh, with my wife and stuff, I'll be like, I'll say like weird shit to her. I'll be like, oh my god, there's so many. Uh, I'll be like, there's so many RSPs here, and she'll look at me all weird and she'll be like, what's an RSP? And I'll be like, regular sized people. She'll just get mad because she's like, you're so stupid. It doesn't even make sense. I'm like, yeah, you're not as high as me. That's how I look at it. And I watch too many podcasts like Rick Glassman. You guys should check him out. Wonderful podcast. He puts so much energy and time into his shit. You should just watch it to see someone that really puts a lot of effort into editing and stuff. He has a really cool podcast. It's called Take Your Shoes Off. And he actually has a... He has one of my pipes, and it was in the background of like a bunch of his episodes for a long time. It might still be there. I'm not, I'm not sure because he just moved. So, but I made him like a little goblin pipe that's like his uh, old logo. I'm a I'm a fan too of stuff. You know, it's fun to have people you like and be fans of stuff. I've had a couple opportunities to interact with people that I'm a fan of, and I've I've turned it down. Because I'm like, I just want to be a fan. I'm like, I don't know if, if we start work, like doing things together, then it's like we're less. It's like then I, then I get to know you, and then maybe I'm like all my assumptions are wrong, and that might mess up my whole like how what I think about as being a fan. I don't know. It's happened to me before because I've met people that I was like a huge fan of, became friends with them, and then, and then now your perspective is different. It's almost like growing up and then you know, when you get older and you learn more and then your parents are like more like, obviously they're like people you respect at a really high level, but you feel like kind of like equal with them. You're like, yeah, we both had our traumas. We both had of our life experiences. We both have done like we've had kids and all these things. You just feel kind of like more equal instead of like the little kid and the parent. Oh my God. My hands are cold and shaking. I can't get the triple click. Here we go. Nope. That was just one. I just held it down. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Nope, just held it down again. Fuck yeah. We did it. Hope this is the content you guys here stayed this long here for. It's watching me trying to turn on a turbo meter and talk about, I'm not even sure what I've been talking about. The hash has really gotten me today, folks. I should have ate something. That's what the, the cold hands and the shakiness is too, is the low blood sugar. You work out really hard and then you, sh you gotta get some calories in for your health. I can't see what the temp is, but you guys can. There we go. Wow. Perfect timing. It's ready to go. Oh, gosh. I, oh, that's a lot of hair. Use this one. not hitting it again because that's too 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 strong i'm tell you what <laughs> that sorry <coughs> okay a couple things i went and watched a couple of my early episodes i used to get violently high in the first like fucking the first like 12 episodes like too stoned because that was me getting back into hash again. I had taken a year and a half break from smoking hash because I had a baby and being a dad, I couldn't be dabbing out like that. I'm still a dad, still got a young child, but circumstances get different as they get older. And it's just, I have more time to do other things like this podcast. I don't I do not normally smoke like this all day. <laughs> After I do this podcast, I feel like go eat food and drink some water and just hold on to a table and just tell myself that it's a-okay. We're doing great today. Everything's fine. Breathe. Don't forget to breathe. Um, <coughs> but I will say, if you're new to the podcast, I'm going to post this on my main feed on They Did It. I've already posted it on the What's Up Everybody podcast um, Instagram. But watch some of the newer episodes in the like late 30s, the 40s. 
And if you're into those, then go back and watch the progression. Because it is interesting to watch the progression. I love watching some of the old podcasts, like not mine personally, but like other podcasts that I like to watch. I'll go watch all their early ones. They're from like 10 years ago, just for fun. I love to see where people started and how, where they are now. And it's interesting if you appreciate the person that you're kind of like watching and that's sharing with you. Um, so <clears throat> definitely check out the newer ones. If you're into the vibe and what it is, then check out the progression. Cause I've had, I feel like I've had a couple really big glass artists I look up to actually check out my podcast and watch like just, just the first episode. And I'm like, perfect. I'm like, well, if, and I will send them a message and be like, Hey, you should probably check out one of the newer ones or like maybe the, a guest episode with like big Z or something like and test the waters and see if you're about it because you cannot start episode one with something like this and judge it from there. Not that I've gotten anything negative. I'm really hard on myself, but this is not how we're going to end this podcast. How we're going to end this podcast is, um, God, you know, see now I feel like I got to do something cool, but I can't, there's nothing cool I can do besides take another dab and get just, way more stone so this is really good though but i gotta clean this piece so i'm not gonna keep dabbing on this thing i am gonna take one more dab though on my double diffused and then i hope you guys have an awesome day though we're ending this really weird because i haven't been this stoned in a while and that's why i was bringing up early episodes because i'm like wow this reminds me of early episodes i'm fucking stoned it's the variety of these, the different rosins I have. I, the mix of all these different, you know, terpenes and different grows and everything. It really makes a difference. Aja, I'm sorry. Are we at like one, how far over are we right now? Are we good? Just now. Sweet. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're really trying to stay around an hour. That's always like our goal. I don't want to go too far over. Oh, shit. Well, I hope you guys have a great Sunday. Or whatever day you're watching this. We dropped the last one on Super Bowl Sunday. And honestly, the views were still really good. And then they came in heavy on Monday. Um, which I appreciate all you guys' support. Please like, subscribe if you did like it. Don't just, you don't, don't like it if you didn't. Um, and unsubscribe if I'm annoying at this point. Still love you. Um, just keep, stay signed up for that newsletter though. So that way you know what's going on. Oh, that nail is getting chaz. Perfect. It's already. Um... But yeah, please like, subscribe, follow the What's Up Everybody podcast Instagram if you guys want to stay up to date with uh, like new episodes or like questionnaires because I'm going to put more questions on there. Like I have some uh, fun ones I've been doing on there that I've been building up and saving so that I can, wow, it's red on the bottom, black on the top. That's how you, this is like, I should do an episode where I, I don't should teach you how to ruin nails. There should be an episode where I use like proper etiquette. I should have like two large ISO dishes and, you know, multiple nails and soaking them. <clears throat> like proper etiquette, at least depending on who you are and how you describe that, is pretty intense taking care of nails. I've seen some setups where I'm like, that is honestly awesome. That's all your nails look amazing. Every hit at your house is the best hit of my life. I love it. I used to do that too. But now sometimes what happens is, when I'm taking a dab, most of the time, this during the podcast is the only time I take a chill dab. Most of my dabs in the real world are like, okay, it's like 10 o'clock at night. The baby and the wife are hypothetically sleeping. We say hypothetically because at any moment I could get a text like, there's shit everywhere. We had a blowout. There's poop everywhere. And then I got to get in there. And so when I'm taking a dab, I try to get it in quick because at any moment it can be interrupted or the worst is, is like, you're like warming up a dab and your wife pops her head out and she's like, I need your help. And you're there like heating up a nail and you're like, God, I suck. Okay, here I come. Like you just feel like shit. Like, I don't know why. Maybe that's just me, but I always feel like a, uh, like a, like shitty. I don't know. I'm like, fuck. Why was I taking a dab? Right. It's only when she needs my help. I'll take like three dabs during the day. And every single one I do, something happens where she like gotta have my help, which I'm grateful to be there to help my wife. I just wish the universe would stop doing that. So I stopped looking like I'm just smoking weed all day because it's not what I'm doing. Well, I guess it's what I'm doing, but spread out enough where I feel okay with it. I'll say that <laughs> smoking enough where I feel okay with it. All right. Perfect. Great way to end the podcast. All right, guys, this is episode 49. I really hope you enjoyed it.
didn't take the stab. Let's see where we're at. It turned on that time. Yeah, we're going to get that in there. Oh, yeah, we're good. I'll do that thing where I'm like, oh, it's low temp, but the turps, man. Well, it's a little warm on that front side. All right. That was actually perfect. It was really nice. All right, guys. This is the What's Bear Bite podcast. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for supporting. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Later, everybody. We need this coffee. <coughs> oh, fuck. I should have I should have given myself a minute before I hit that joint. Just just like. Oh.